Yo, what's going on, Internet? The Black Hokage here, aka TBH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to Hokage Thoughts, the show where ain't no hoes, but I do think out loud here on anchor.fm slash the Black Hokage. We're also available on Spotify, iTunes, and all other major podcast outlets. Today, in which I'm recording this podcast, is September 8th, 2018. And I want to kick this show off by saying we need to do something about all this white on white crime going on in America. Eminem dissed Machine Gun Kelly, then Machine Gun Kelly dissed Eminem back. Honestly, things are just getting out of hand. Things are getting too violent. And maybe if these thugs focus on cleaning up their neighborhoods and pulling up their pants, the problems of the white community could be solved. Anyways, uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, Ron Lee, Kurt Chill, and Karen for subscribing to the show. I appreciate it. If you haven't already, please consider supporting the show financially. Anchor has a new subscribe button that you can find on my profile at anchor.fm slash the Black Okage. Obviously, you don't have to subscribe, but it's always appreciated when someone throws you a few bucks your way for all the free content because Lord knows I got bills. Plus, I'll shout you out like I just did them whenever someone new subscribes. Anyways, uh, for today's show, we're going to be talking a little bit about gaming, uh, TV and movies and then a little bit about life last week we didn't do an episode because uh i didn't really feel like there was a lot to talk about and then a lot of people didn't uh submit a lot of questions uh so i didn't i don't really want to force an episode like i would like to do it weekly but i don't want to force an episode um so yeah if you if you want make sure you uh download that anchor app and leave a voice message uh so that you guys can submit your questions to me and you can be on the next episode or follow me on twitter because i i'll ask for questions there too but like i said we're talking gaming tv movies and life it's probably gonna be a short one but we got a little bit of interesting things to talk about and the first of which is of course gaming because that's what i'm known for um is microsoft colluding with ubisoft i think so no i'm playing i don't want to say i think so allegedly this one's interesting i wrote this article on the gi site but i wanted to talk about it a little bit more on the podcast so a rumor came out from an anonymous source uh to i think it was the original article came from vg24 i believe which is a pretty reputable site um, they got an anonymous tip that allegedly, and I'm not saying they did this, allegedly, because I'm not trying to get any type of legal trouble, okay? Microsoft has been colluding with Ubisoft on certain games. And what I mean by that, I, first of all, I just like using the word collusion because, you know, the goddamn Russians. <laughs> like, it's just become a funny-ass word to me, but it's a word that fit the, the situation. That's why I put it in the article headline. Um, but supposedly, Microsoft has been paying off Ubisoft, or not necessarily paying off, because the article didn't say that they were being paid off, but they were saying Microsoft incentivized Ubisoft to downgrade their games in order to make them look, the, to basically like the, the P, make the PS4 version and the Xbox One version look the same. Um, basically, console parity. Uh, and obviously, this news, this news can't, this is, this happened, they said, for the Division One, they were doing this. Uh, supposedly, Ubisoft incentivized Ubisoft. Ubisoft incentive. I sound like a fucking idiot, bro. Uh, <laughs> apparently, Microsoft incentivized Ubisoft to downgrade Tom Clancy's The Division on the PS4 so it looked like the Xbox One's version so that uh, basically you couldn't see any difference and then there wouldn't be any type of comparisons. I guess Microsoft was, uh, I don't know, they're insecure about their, their Xbox penis or something like that. Um, and I think this is very interesting because, I mean, the PC version was already downgraded to hell and it makes you wonder, like, was Microsoft the reason for that as well? Um, here's the quote on it. So the anonymous source claims that on the division, Xbox had a deal with Ubisoft, and part of the deal was to ensure that the PS4, the PS4 version did not look better than it. The resolution, frame rates, and density of assets could have been higher on the PS4, but this was vetoed to prevent issues with Microsoft. So basically, what they're saying is Ubisoft could have made the not yeah the division look better on the PS4, better frame rate, better resolution, better textures. But they didn't want any problems with Microsoft, so it sounds like maybe Microsoft was threatening Ubisoft, like, hey, you better not make our Xbox look bad. And this is wild to me, too, because, like, console gamers, not all, but a lot of console gamers claim that they don't care about graphics. Um, so for Microsoft to do all of this says to me that maybe they, they realize their, their, their audience does actually care about graphics. And if this doesn't make sense to you, like I said earlier, this is, remember, The Division came out before the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X, so this news would be something, this is like some old stuff coming up into the, into the future. And it makes me wonder, are they doing this to other games? Um, I, I don't think this is a good look for Microsoft. Uh, like, it, it, your Xbox, you should be, your, your Xbox doesn't have any fucking games, let's be real here, okay? At least it doesn't have any exclusives. And instead of making exclusives, you're spending your time harassing Ubisoft. Well, we don't even know it's harassment. It could be collusion. It could be them. They're working together. It makes you look at both companies kind of weird, especially. And, and it sucks, too, because Ubisoft has been on a winning streak. 
with uh rainbow six siege as well as other games like assassin's creed odyssey is pretty cool but it's like you got to sit there and watch for the downgrades they're like are they going to downgrade this game are they going to downgrade that game um i'm trying to figure out what that means when they said it was vetoed to prevent issues of microsoft what would have my what would have microsoft done if they would have actually not downgraded the game like they requested uh if they pull up is microsoft pulling up with the, to ubisoft with them dicks hitting them with the uzis and shit like that or like is microsoft gonna block ubisoft games from getting on the xbox platform because that's most likely not gonna happen like what would have been the consequences if ubisoft did not downgrade the downgrade their games and actually let the ps4 reach its potential is what i'm interested in um also what about uh fucking like the xbox one and the ps4 pro is the same thing gonna go down there like because the xbox one now it's an interesting situation right the xbox one x is more powerful than the ps4 pro undoubtedly i think it has like two teraflops more than the ps4 pro whatever that means all i know is four is all i know is six is more than four anyways uh <laughs> is microsoft gonna pay off ubisoft to basically make sure the ps4 pro version doesn't look as good as the xbox one or maybe sony will pay off ubisoft to make sure the ps4 pro looks as good as the xbox one x version like why why are we doing this why are we doing this i think i think at the end of the day we as the consumers lose this if this news is actually true um because at the end of the day i pay for what i want what i paid for right like imagine being a ps4 owner and finding out you're not actually getting the maximum juice the maximum power out of the console that you pay you pay 400 for that shit and microsoft is blocking blocking that from happening like is that is that legal what's the legal stance on that that's what i want to know like i'm too lazy to look it up but like it doesn't sound legal to me and i hope they don't do this in the future with more games because in my opinion it's not a good look um like people already don't like you microsoft like well, <laughs> this is just another reason to like not like you and y'all don't have any fucking games y'all got seven y'all now y'all got seven new game studios uh y'all just got those and that's probably because you was too busy trying to downgrade everybody else's fucking game don't do that shit to assassin's creed odyssey don't do that shit to uh that starlink game and any other fucking ubisoft games coming out and ubisoft shame my damn chairs creaking like fucking i don't know if y'all heard that did y'all hear that so I'm like fucking wings of redemption. Like, <laughs> Ubisoft, shame on you too for participating in this bullshit. Y'all really letting Microsoft bully you? Microsoft is fucking Biff from Back in the Future, Back to the Future. I mean, the goddamn gaming police and shit like that. So I think it'll be it's an interesting story. Uh, keep your eye on this. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if they came out and they uh, if it comes out that the more games were downgraded because of Microsoft, and it'll be interesting to see if what the consequences are and part of the contract that they have together. Also, uh. I had to take a swig of water. My mouth was getting dry. Can't be having a uh, my mouth tasting like booty. Um, <laughs> uh, what's tonight? It'll be interesting to see what was the incentive for them not making the PS4 version better. Was money exchanged, or were just threats exchanged? It kind of seems like threats. It's, it kind of seems like Microsoft was bullying Ubisoft, but then it could be they're just colluding like the goddamn Russians. I don't know. Only time will tell. I wanted to put that story out there. Uh, watch out for Microsoft because they're doing bad things and it's especially interesting because they're trying to play like they're the good guy now uh at like the past two e3s they've been trying to play like they're the good guy also uh like they're trying to play they're the good guy too on Twitter because I know they have like the crossplay issue between Xbox and Sony uh Xbox is trying to get crossplay for like the past year on Fortnite with uh the PS4 but Sony's like nah we have the best platform we're not doing crossplay um so microsoft has been doing all these things to give themselves good pr make it seem like they're for the gamer and then this news comes out and it just goes to show you this is why you should never be you should never be loyal to any company bro because at the end of the day they don't have their, your best interest in mind they have their best interest in mind they're trying to maximize their dollar um i remember the rumor i remember it came out that sony was going to do the same thing as the xbox with the uh with the, the digital shit and not being able to trade in your games and uh the all that online stuff but then like last minute they switched when they seen the backlash that xbox got like back in like e3 2014 or something like that and now it makes it seem like playstation is the hero but like i said you uh either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain and ps4 went from being like championing themselves for the people now sony's looking like they're the villain because they don't want to do crossplay with xbox and xbox looks like they're the hero because they're trying to do crossplay, which makes them look pro-consumer but at the end of the day they're not really that pro-consumer if this true this this story is true basically trust nobody if you can get a good deal fuck the company get you a good deal okay i don't trust nobody 
is why I'm not. It's not cool to be loyal to a piece of plastic. That's just corny. Corny. Anyways, moving on to other gaming news. This question comes from Twitter. It actually comes from Audek. I know you be in the Twitch stream. Shout out to you. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore. I keep it real. Shameless plug. I be putting out a little tweets. Be like, hey, any topics you guys want to see? You reply to the thread. If I like it, I'll use it. I prefer you use a voicemail, but whatever. Uh, Audek says that. Uh, he asks, how has player interaction changed online over the years? All right. Uh, this is actually a pretty good one. So when I first, the first game that I ever played online, I've been, is, I think I talked about this in the last podcast, was SOCOM Fireteam Bravo and Fireteam Bravo 2 on the PSP. Classic game. Um, and then eventually I got online for the PS2. I don't remember what I played. I remember I played SOCOM on the PS2. I don't remember what else I played. Oh, I played Madden 04. I used to be a big Madden head. I, I, the funny thing is, I've never been into football, but I used to be a big Madden head back in the day. I think it was because of the YMCA that I used to go to after school when I was a kid. Uh, they had a GameCube and Madden, and like, I'm, I'm a super competitive person. I don't care about football, but I did care about beating everybody just to make them mad and troll them. Be like, ah, I don't even watch football. I'm better than you. Um, but yeah, I used to play Madden 04. Oh. Uh, online for the ps2 that was pretty dope but anyways how has player interaction changed online over the years so the first thing that i played was on the psp um i only played with my friends with fire team bravo which my friends was only one i only had one person on my friend list was carter uh we used to play after school and that was never toxic because i was playing with my friends um so i guess my my first introduction into the wild wild west of online gaming would be the xbox 360 I did play online on the PC. I used to play uh, Unreal Tournament 2004, classic game, but I didn't have a headset, so I never talked to anybody. So I guess my first introduction to the Wild Wild West of online gaming was the Xbox 360. And uh, the way I say things have changed is, like, you had to have tough skin back in the day, man. You had to be a soldier to play on the Xbox 360. <laughs> Nowadays, everybody's so fucking pussy, bro. Like, you say, bro, you be in a game nowadays, a game of Overwatch, you be like, you suck. I'm gonna report you. you you're harassing my safe play. Shut your dumb ass up, bro. It's a motherfucking game. It's a blood sport. Don't get me wrong. If you're overly toxic, you deserve to be you deserve to be banned or whatever. Like, you're out here spewing racist shit and all this the, and, and sexist shit and talking about you're gonna rape women and you're gonna do all this other shit. But that, that's out of control. But back in the day on the Xbox 360, boy. <sighs> Somebody was gonna fuck your mom. I mean, at least they claim they did. Somebody fucked your bitch. At least they claim they did. Be prepared to be called the N-word. Be prepared to be told you don't have internet. Uh that that was one of the <laughs> That was one of the that was one of the one of the main things white folks used to say back in the I used to hop into a uh a lobby and I'd be like, yo, what's up with guys? And like my name, my name was uh back in the day, my name was Agent Agent Double O Negro on uh xbox 360 and like when back in the days when i used to play uh gears of war i used to have this thing that i used to do every time i would enter a lobby online for uh gears of war i would hop into the lobby and i'd hear people talking and then i would do my intro i would go agent double o negro and then people were like shut up you're not black and then you know we get into it we going back and forth because back back in what xbox 360 that came out what 2005 i think gears of war came out 2006 Back then in 2006, uh, white folks didn't believe black people had internet. Apparently, we all just live in the projects or under train stations and stuff like that. Uh, God damn it. Damn, Wings of Redemption chair. I need to oil this bitch, bro. You put some booty juice on this or something. Um, but yeah, they didn't believe we had internet. So you would be going back and forth. They'd be talking about they fucked your mom. They're going to come to your house and fuck you up. This, that, and the third. Um, also, back in the day, one of the things that we used to do. This is one of my favorite things we used to do, bro. So Xbox Live parties was an innovation, bro. Eight people in one lobby talking to each other. The way Microsoft intended it was you were supposed to sit in the lobby together and play with your friends. But what niggas was doing is we would all invite each other to it. It'd be eight niggas in a party and all eight of us be playing eight different games. And it didn't matter because we was just talking shit to each other. Like the, the, the Xbox Live roast parties was the greatest shit ever. Just talking shit to each other for two hours straight. Um, I remember uh, fucking I used to play Uno on the Xbox 360, man. That shit was wild, bro. The interaction on there was great, man. Used to used to play Uno with funny ass people. People used to cosplay as like I remember the dude was cosplaying as Spider Man while he was because the, the the thing and I know this sounds goofy. Uno on Xbox 360 was innovative. Most people do not know this. 
Uno on Xbox 360 was the first game on console to ever use a webcam. It was the first game to use the webcam, meaning so when you played Uno, four people were in a lobby. Um, and if you turned your webcam on, people could see you while you were playing it. So this shit was for the simple. I know it sounds funny probably to like younger people. But back when I was young, when I was like 16 and this shit came out, bro, this shit was innovative. Being able to see people while you game and talking to random strangers. People, like I said, I remember I ran into Spider-Man. He's people used to dress up and shit. Fucking uh, girls, hoes used to be doing like strip teases on Uno. Oh, I, yo, I, I'm not making this up on God, bro. I seen so many chicks flash their titties on fucking Uno, bro. And 16 year old me, I was like, get the lotion, bro. Let's go. So that shit was fire. The shit talking. Like everybody had fixed in. I mean, I think I was told this story before. Uh, this shit was so wild when I was in high school. I remember, I think it was my senior year. My 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 uh my high school principal. We had a new so from my freshman to my uh what's the third year called junior year. Uh, <laughs> I'm like ten years removed from high school. I don't know, bro. Uh, fucking my junior year, we had one principal, and then my senior year, a new principal came in, and he was a black guy. He was young. And I, I guess he was trying to like fit in with the kids. And uh, one day he overheard me and my friends talking and he heard that we played Gears of War on Xbox 360. And he was like, oh, why play? He's like, yo, y'all trying to play? And I remember he was like, anybody trying to talk to you at the school? But, you know, we've been nice. Y'all getting a nigga the gamer tag or whatever. So we gave him the gamer tag. This motherfucker, I, oh my God, bro, I'm not making this shit up. My high school principal pulled up into the lobby. We played Gears of War with him and every, like, normally we shit talk or whatever. When he pulled up, because it was the principal, everybody got all scared and it was like, yo, chill, don't do nothing. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm outside school. I'm doing what I want. First thing I did, we got on Gears of War. I'll never forget. We was playing on canals. I said, I'm going for him. I knew which character he was playing. My first kill, pop, I killed the principal. And then uh, I killed him several more times. And then back then you couldn't talk to the enemy team until uh, in between in between rounds. So in between the rounds, I got to talk to the principal. He was like, yo, good game, guys. You got to do it. I was like, fuck that shit. I just hit my damn mic. Ow. Fuck. <laughs> I was like, yo, fuck that shit, bro. I killed your bitch ass nigga. <laughs> I was talking so much shit to him, bro. This motherfucker called me into the office the next day of school, right? I, first of all, I didn't even do anything. The principal, I was sitting in class, and then I guess the principal sent the secretary for me. She's like, uh, the principal want to talk to you. He calls me, and I sit in, and he's like, He's like, Corey, you know what you did. I was like, I'm going to need to talk. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you know what happened last night on Gears of War. You were saying a lot of mean things. I was like, that's crazy. I was like, too bad it was outside of school ground, so you can't do nothing with me. I was like, is this conversation over? And it, like his... <laughs> <laughs> this is why I used to always get kicked out of class because I was a smart ass. Like, I've always been a smart ass. Like, nowadays, you get older, you know when to say, you know, most of the time, keep your mouth shut because that's get yourself out of keep yourself out of trouble back then i didn't give a fuck like you if you could have seen his face after i seen that after i said that shit that shit was so fucking funny bro and he was like all right you can go back to class I'm like i know i can go back to class because you can't do nothing bro and on top of that i was like bro call my mama bro my mom gonna be mad that you called her talking about my son was talking shit to you on xbox like she don't want to hear that shit bro get out of here with that shit so that shit was funny so yeah back in the day back in the day Bro, back in the day, it was no pussies. It was no social justice warriors. It was no fucking snowflakes. You had to be a savage to survive in the wastelands of fucking Xbox 360 online, bro. I remember. But the way things changed, I don't know, man. It started with the PS4 and Xbox One X, man. I think it's it, it kind of coincided because Twitter back in the day used to be super savage, too. I started, I, I, I joined Twitter 2010. And 2010 to like probably 2014 2013 maybe those were the savage days on twitter man nothing but jokes your stupid ass says something you get roasted you post a picture of your ass we gonna cook you you at your job we gonna cook you you with your girl we gonna cook you it don't matter that's what twitter was about it was about jokes it was about hashtags it was about memes it was about having a good time around somewhere around 2015 i feel like Alongside with gaming, the social justice warriors discover the internet and they discover that they can shout really loud into the internet about shit that doesn't matter, not picking their battles and whatnot, and it kind of spilled over into gaming. And nowadays, you say anything mean, like Overwatch, they'll ban your ass really quickly. That's why I stopped playing that shit. I mean, I'm, I, I still like the game, but you know, I don't want to talk shit. 
uh <laughs> uh fucking rainbow six siege although i like what rainbow six siege is doing uh, they're just banning racist people they're not really banning toxic people uh but nowadays you cannot do nothing bro you cannot say nothing you gotta watch what you say on twitter you gotta watch what you say in these games because people you gotta especially watch what you say in these games uh because this generation included uh social media into the consoles and if you say something stupid something racist something sexist people can clip that shit at any point um they can clip it via shadow play they can clip it via their console um so it's like you just i feel like interaction you have to be a lot more careful because people snitching has become cool that's what i've noticed snitches become cool like if you talk shit to me i'm a person i'm a person the type of person that likes to handle their own problems i don't like to put shit onto the internet um and let people try to fight my battles i think that's whack fucking you say something you say some shit to me i'm gonna say it back bro i was taught you hit me i'm gonna hit your ass uh <laughs> defend your motherfucking honor bro like I, and plus i think i think shit talking is fun i think to me it's a sport i shit talking loosens my joints you know talking shit whitens my teeth you know it it, it it helps it helps the blood flow in my scalp you know when i talk shit so when you talk shit to me i'm gonna talk it back because i know it's good for my health it helps my skin glow man when you I, like i said i can understand if people say racist and sexy shit to you but if somebody says you suck at a game you're trash fuck you why are you so hurt? It's a fucking video game. These would be the same people on the damn Twitter talking about, it's just a video game. Why are you guys being so toxic? If it's just a video game, then shut the fuck up and talk shit back, bro. You would do it in real life, right? Do, do y'all just let people talk shit to y'all in real life? A lot of it's not that serious either, okay? A lot of it, and, and then on top of that, a lot of people who are saying crazy things, they probably live in bumfuck Cleveland or somewhere else in the Midwest and South. They're just sad and depressed. So just remind them. Like, bro, you're from Cleveland. You're from bumfuck Ohio. I don't care what you have to say. I've already won. It's not hard. Have fun and and enjoy yourself. The only way you're going to get better at defending yourself is you start defending yourself. Going to the internet and crying about everything is going to work. Not going to work. Also, the internet doesn't need to know all about your fucking problems. Everything is not some fucking campaign to save this, that, and the third. Like, it's just it's just simple shit talking, bro. Like, we, we, we I used to play basketball a lot when I was a kid with, like, my friends and, like, my dad and shit. And, like, we used to talk shit all the time. We used to talk shit a lot when we used to when we was a kids and we used to play on the couch together and it's like y'all can't handle it now y'all pussy bro that's how shit has changed it's gone from savagery like it, it's gone from like yin to yang basically <laughs> it's gone from it, it's not it'd be cool if it was somewhere in the middle i think but it's gone from when i first started it was the super savage wastelands it was almost like uh and the xbox 360 days was almost like fucking what's the movie uh with the cars and the wasteland and shit like that can't think of the shit oh my fucking god i'm gonna oh mad max xbox 360 days was like mad max bro it was wastelands everybody had cars with spikes on them and and guns and shit like that and you had to be ready for war nowadays it's all pillows and cotton candy and shit like that and it'd be nice if it met somewhere in the middle instead of being on the opposite end of the spectrum because i think too much of anything is never good um it's not good to have extreme savagery um and it's not good to be a pussy um because then your kids grow up becoming pussies uh <laughs> so that's how i think uh online interaction has changed over the years man oh man times have changed <sighs> you can't even troll anymore man why don't you do this type of video why don't you do that type of video <laughs> uh, yo i'm i am paused first of all i don't know if y'all know uh they actually blocked the name jigaboo jones on nba 2k now do y'all think that's a coincidence that's probably because they thought i was probably too toxic i was probably too savage and nba 2k 14 so 15 and belong my name is fucking blocked that's why I, if you notice when i play 2k uh i spell jigaboo jones jx gga uh instead of with an i because i can't i can't put all the letters into it um stop snitching bro stop snitching let me cook let me get my tony the tiger suit fucking nowadays on uh xbox live people just mute not xbox yo, yeah xbox live uh, on any game they just mute you i'm tired of talking about this shit y'all get the point fuck this shit um anyways <laughs> i told y'all when i started this fucking podcast when i tweeted it out the first time i'm probably gonna ramble i do a lot of rambling i, I go off topic a lot of times but i'm not gonna apologize because that's just me that's just me that's just me yo sony give me a record deal no, I'm not going to get a record, though. I'm independent, baby. Uh, all right. So moving on to the next question. <laughs> this one comes from Serrano, and he wants to talk about PC gaming. What is up, TBH? Um, I've been wanting to build a PC for the longest, but I don't know what to start with. Do you have any tips 
on what to get. All right, so Serrano wants to learn about building a PC. I've asked, I've answered this question a million times on stream in videos and I could be an asshole, but instead I'm gonna answer it one more time. So you can't say I don't have it on record. I got you, bro. When it comes to building a PC, you asked, you need some tips on how to do it and what should you get? First of all, you need to decide what is your budget. That is the most, I, I hate when people ask me about building a PC and they don't have a budget. Is it $600, is it $800, is it 1500, is it 3000? First decide how much do you wanna spend on your PC? Set that budget, that is very important in terms of what your build is going to be. Then, the best site to go and find parts is get your pen, get your pad out, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not gonna keep repeating myself. PCPartPicker.com. Once again, PCPartPicker.com. PC Part Picker is great. I built my last two PCs there. Everybody in GI I know uses it. It's a very popular site. And what makes this site great is it will not, you, you have to try to fuck up on PCPartPicker.com. It actually guides you through it, right? So what you do is you pick your motherboard that you're interested in. And I would suggest at any part that you're interested in that you find on there, make sure you go on YouTube and watch some reviews. People see what people are saying or read the reviews like on Amazon or something like that to see what people are saying. Is it a great product? This, that, and the third. So you start off, you pick your motherboard off of the site. And what the site does is it eliminates all parts that are not compatible with your motherboard. So it's impossible. I don't want to say it's impossible, but it's damn near impossible to fuck it up because you can't pick parts that are not compatible with your PC build. So once you pick your motherboard, they're gonna show you all the CPUs that are compatible with your motherboard, all the GPUs that are compatible with your motherboard, all the RAM that's compatible with your, with your motherboard, and you just pick from that based off of your, your budget is, what the reviews say, um, and then you can order the parts off of there, but uh, I would suggest going online and uh, looking for cheaper prices before you decide because they might not necessarily have the cheap price. So what you want to do is you basically want to build the PC uh, from PC Part Picker so that you don't fuck up your build. And then once you get to the end and you have your list of parts that you need, just Google the parts. Uh, what I did is I picked all my parts off PC Part Picker and then I opened another tab and I went on Amazon and I bought all those parts that I needed and I put my PC together like that. You can get it off. Look on Amazon for good deals. Look on... Um, What's that shit called? Newegg, uh, of course, PC Part Picker, and then the other side, just Google uh, the different parts. That's the that's the easiest way you want to build it. Now, when it comes to building the PC, building PCs is like, it's like adult Legos, to be honest. It's really not that hard. This goes in that. This goes in that. Uh, the CPU is very, first of all, you just screw the motherboard onto the case, and then the CPU goes inside the motherboard. It'll be like this little square thing. It's very obvious. Then your GPU, there's a slot like towards the middle of the motherboard. You literally just... I don't want to say jam it in, but you push it in and then you screw it in. Like it's 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 honestly not that hard. The first time you build a PC, it might take you a couple hours, but it's only gonna take you a couple hours because your ass is nervous. Um but the second time, and that's how I was. The second time that I built my PC, it took me like an hour to do it. Uh and that's mainly because like sometimes the parts kind of intertwine the cable management basically sometimes some of the parts can be hard to put in uh like the power supply and then all the cords because there's not a lot of space in there and you can hand like i got big ass hands hey uh what's the name <laughs> what's the name so it could be hard kind of but, but actually doing the basics is very easy um just make sure when you're building your pc that uh you before you actually touch any of your parts or like put them inside the, the case, make sure you touch something so you can get rid of any electrical static inside your body. Make sure you touch something, then touch the PC part, put it in. When you grab another PC part, touch touch the desk, get rid of your electrical wiring, not wiring, but electrical static in your body, then touch the PC part because if you don't and you got electricity running through your body and you shock one of your PC parts, you could fuck it up. So that's one of the main tips that I give. Um, if you need more help, like more in-depth help with building PCs, I suggest checking out the YouTube channel, uh, Linus, Te Linus Tech Tips. He does good PC videos um, on YouTube as well, as well as I watch Paul's Hardware on YouTube. He does really good PC uh, build uh, stuff. But honestly, it's, it's really not that hard. You just gotta take the time to Google it. Uh, I always say, if you wanna get into PC gaming, you need to take the time to educate yourself. If you don't wanna take the time to educate yourself, 
just buy a pre-build or don't even get into PC gaming at all because one thing that's different about PC gaming is if something's wrong with your PC, you can't call Xbox support, you can't call Sony support, your ass is gonna have to get on forums and read what your, you're gonna have to look up what your problem is and get on forums and try to figure out and, and troubleshoot yourself like you're gonna spend hours doing that. Now, not, my PC is only, my old PC only fucked up like once and then I managed to fix it. So it's not something that you're constantly gonna be doing, but just know that there's no customer support because your PC is custom. You're going to have to give yourself customer support. <laughs> and uh, going back to uh, what I said about your budget and stuff like that, the reason you want to determine your budget first is because when it comes to building PC, it's it's your custom PC. Um, so you need to customize your budget. And uh, that's the advice I would give on you. If you don't want to do none of that, go on a, a site and buy a pre-build. Some great pre-builds. Uh, Origin PCs I know are good. Uh, I think Ironside makes good PCs. Um, there's a couple other sites. Just just look up, just Google pre-build PCs and look at some reviews. Uh, one one brand that I would say stay away from if you're trying to buy a pre-build PC is Cyber Power PC. I repeat, Cyber Power PC. They they sell them on Amazon. They look like good deals because they have the specs in them. They're absolutely fucking ass, bro. They're absolutely fucking ass. Don't stay away from them. I bought one of those for somebody and that shit broke down like a week later. We call customer support. They ignore you. I looked them up on the Better Business Bureau. They have like a one star, so they're known for being trash cans. Do not trust them. They're build their ass. Uh, also, one more thing. Um, like I said, when it comes to the budget, decide what you want to do with your gaming PC. Do you just want to game on your PC or do you also want to game and stream as well as edit? If you want to game, stream, edit, all that stuff, do not get a Core i5 CPU. Get a Core i7 or an i9 um so that you can you get that extra horsepower um if you don't know what you want to do with your pc besides gaming i would su still suggest giving getting yourself an i7 just to give yourself that wiggle room because maybe one day you decide you want to stream or you want to make youtube videos um or any type of online content creation uh give yourself that wiggle room so get that i7 at least uh i got an i7 6700k with four cores uh cpus all right i would suggest I would suggest getting something with at least six cores. I kind of regret it. Um, the more cores, the better, because that means it can multitask more. Uh, more is always better. So uh, I would suggest getting it something with at least an i7 with at least six cores. Uh, I think you get eight cores as well. You probably get 12 too, I think now. Um, I'm probably gonna upgrade my CPU eventually. I'm sitting here talking about my build. So yeah, that's the advice I would give to you. Hopefully it helps. The main thing I hope you take out of this is decide your budget and go to pcpartpicker.com. That should be the main two things that you took out of this. Hopefully that helped because uh, I'm tired of answering this question. <laughs> um, anyways, moving on. Uh, the Black Ops 4 beta trailer just dropped. Not beta trailer. The Black Ops 4 Battle Royale trailer dropped this week. I think uh, it starts next week at like the 10th or the 11th or something like that. And I was not a fan of Black Ops 4's multiplayer. But I'm not going to lie. We watched that trailer together on stream. And Battle Royale on Black Ops 4 is looking kind of fire. First of all, the maps look good. I like the pacing of it. It had vehicles, the wingsuits. I don't know if y'all noticed the wingsuit. It didn't look like they dropped like out of a plane or a helicopter. That looked like he just dropped. He just jumped off the bridge and you can activate the wingsuit. That's fire. If you can, because like, I don't know if y'all saw, but uh, there were some uh, like tall ass buildings in the trailer. That'd be fire if you can get to the top of the building and then like say you're getting shot at or something like that and you could jump off the building with your wingsuit and like fly away. Like, <laughs> um, it was underwater in it. Uh, saw helicopters. I'm interested to see how you get. Is a helicopter a kill streak or do you just find it? Um, it did show that you find weapons. So you're definitely gonna have to run around and pick up weapons. It looks like the map is gonna be really big it looked just it looked fun and it begs the question like yo is fortnite in trouble i mean like there's like a thousand and five videos on youtube already that says fortnite is dying right now in the gi crew the only person who's playing fortnite still is siggy he just refused he's a fucking crackhead a fiend he refuses to give it up um i'm seeing a lot more streamers complaining about fortnite being boring and not having anything to do because they force themselves to play it all day and whatnot so I don't want to see, obviously Fortnite's dead, but it looks like the tides might be shifting a little bit. And the Black Ops 4 Battle Royale trailer couldn't have come at a better time. Um, it'll be, I'll be streaming it this week uh, alongside Spider-Man. Uh, what's the name? And it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I just want to say I was actually impressed. I wanted to give Call of Duty some props. I mean, it just was a trailer, but I know, I, I know I'm known for like crapping on them, but it, it does not, it doesn't look bad. Now I'm going to try out the beta. Uh, my update was on PS4 last night, so it's coming. 
And if this beta is actually good for Battle Royale, if I actually enjoy the game mode, I will pick up Black Ops 4. I will give it another chance uh, because there's nothing wrong with changing your mind. There's nothing wrong as long as you're being honest. This, that, and the third. Um, but yeah, shout out to uh, Treyarch for this trailer. But moving on to the television and movie section of the podcast. Uh, today, I wanted to talk about Superman has been casted to play Geralt or Geralt. I always get his name wrong from The Witcher. Uh, in the Netflix series, aka Henry Cavill. Uh, this had the internet on fire. I'll briefly talk about this. Uh, and I'll talk about what I'm more concerned about. A lot of people seem to be concerned on Twitter that Henry can't play the character, the Witcher, correctly. Um, I don't know. I think he's a pretty good actor. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Justice League sucks. But that's not really his fault. The script sucks. Uh, he was good. I don't know if you guys saw the new Mission Impossible film. He was the main villain in Mission Impossible. And uh, what's the name? He did a good job. So I don't, uh, I don't, I don't see. He's definitely a good actor. He's definitely got acting chops. Um, my main concern with this Witcher Netflix series is the actual budget of the show. If you've actually played The Witcher Three or any of the Witcher games, you know it's a vast open world full of lush greens and villages and magic and dragons and fucking, fucking. What are those things called? Uh, griffins, the Griffin Doors or some shit like that. Huh? It's full of crazy shit. It's a magical fucking land. And my main concern with the Netflix series is the budget. Like, what is this show gonna look like? Cause. Uh, the budget on the Netflix Marvel shows is decent, but like they they if you know anything about like Luke Cage or Iron Fist or uh, they definitely they definitely undersell those characters. Uh, they, they definitely make it. They just make they just make Luke Cage just seem like some buff black dude who can take bullets. But like he be hitting like super punches and ground pounds and shit like that. They be shaking the earth and shit. And then fucking uh, Iron Fist. Like there's like this comic book where fucking Iron Fist like destroyed. Uh destroyed uh iron man's armor like his fist is really that fucking powerful and like they barely all they do is make his fist glow in the damn show <laughs> like they hardly do anything with it and I, I would imagine that has to do with the budget because it is a television show at the end of the day and they have to bring in new customers and if you're not bringing in new customers they can't up the budget uh they they did in the episode of luke cage season two where danny shows up they did use his fist a little bit more but that was just one episode i am hearing season two of iron fist is much better than season one but like that's just an example like they un they greatly undersell the superheroes that are in the marvel netflix universe um and it makes me think how are they gonna do the witcher 3 the witcher 3 is way more magical bro like i said they got fucking griffins in that bitch bro they got this motherfucker shoots fire out of his hands and does all these these stasis uh like shields and all this other crazy shit that's what i'm more concerned about y'all talking about superman playing that what the fuck is this show gonna look like because if the show looks stupid if it's not properly budgeted and the acting isn't good then it's going to get fucking shelved hard as fuck people are going to pan it and on top of that this is the type of show where the budget needs to be big enough that it looks good. It could make Netflix go under because it's not properly being budgeted. Um, and then it didn't, obviously they didn't recoup their money. So like my thing is how are they gonna tackle this? Everybody's talking about, oh, can Superman play the Witcher? And it's like, yeah, he can. He's already played Superman. Uh, <laughs> and he's more powerful than the damn Witcher. I'm just trying to figure out how they're gonna actually bring the world of the Witcher alive. How are they gonna actually make it believable without it looking corny? uh because i mean you're seeing the struggle right now with uh not cw's but uh the titan show fucking that shit looks corny as fuck the cg looks bad the costumes look bad what are the costumes gonna look like in this fucking show that is one of my concerns with this shit i don't i don't know man i look i, I think it's supposed to come out 2020 2019 probably um it'll be interesting to see how it plays out everybody keeps talking about the actor but that's my main concern with the series and i just wanted to i just wanted to briefly speak on that uh, i'll be keeping my eye on this show uh, we'll probably do a review for uh the gi channel whenever it comes out because i know i know ethos is a big witcher fan and so is anon um and i like the game i didn't finish it but the witcher 3 hold up oh yeah man oh man i remember back in high school we used to me and my boy used to joke around like what if uh what if you could tell what people did by their if they yawned or if like they had a hiccup like what if you yawned uh like if you yawned that means you suck dick so like imagine coming coming to school on a monday and like when your classmates start yawning like everybody stares at her were you sucking dick this weekend <laughs> oh my goodness oh there goes the wings of redemption creek uh <laughs> but yeah that's my thoughts on the netflix shit uh it'll be interesting to see how that plays out 
Um, the other thing that we're going to talk from movies, this question is, uh, it's a question from one of y'all. Uh, y'all might know him. He's in the chat. He likes, he's in the Twitch chat all the time. He's a regular. Um, he likes to cosplay as a mod, meaning he doesn't do his job, but whatever. And his voice, he's a squeaker. His voice always cracking. It comes from real deal. Uh, and he wants to talk about movies. Let's see what he's got to say. Hey, what's going on, TBH? It's Tony, a.k.a. as you've known for a while, Real Deal Dude 2. And for a topic on your podcast, your solo podcast, what is your favorite movie of all time? Luckily, I got through this without my voice cracking. All right, bye. All right, favorite movie of all time. This one's an easy one. You've never seen this movie. Get your pen and your pad out. It's an old movie from the 80s. And I really only know about this movie because my mom used to play it all the time but it is a funny ass movie and it's called coming to america by eddie murphy eddie murphy plays like 20 different characters in the damn movie and it's a coming of age story uh it's about a young prince from zamunda in africa um looking for his wife and they try to give him an arranged marriage his father the king tries to arrange a marriage with a woman but he just wasn't feeling her because a it was arranged and then b she was basically just a yes man um he wanted a real wife so what he does is he decides to go to America to look for his wife, look for his queen. Uh, and where does he go? <laughs> this, is the, this is the clever part. He goes to New York City and specifically he goes to Queens. And the, and the reason he goes is because he's from Africa and he was ignorant about America. Uh, and he thought that Queens, New York is where all the black queens were at. So he goes to Queens uh, and he finds out basically and he basically finds out that it's ratchet as fuck it's ghetto. Uh, the part that he was staying in, that's all he could afford. Uh, he ends up living like in the projects, ends up getting a job at McDowell's, which is uh, the bootleg McDonald's, uh, that was just funny. And it basically goes on all these crazy ass adventures. There's so many fucking quotables in that movie. Uh, now, now, do not spill your beverages. Uh, She's your queen. Fucking uh, the, 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 the talent show where they where they see sexual sexual chocolate. I believe the children are our future. I believe they will pay the way. That boy good. Sexual chocolate, y'all. Sexual chocolate. That boy good. That boy good. Yes, mm, that boy good. Like that show. <laughs> that movie is funny as shit, bro. Like anytime that movie comes on, it comes on TV pretty frequently. Well, at least when I had cable. I haven't had cable since I was 19. When I had television, it did come on a lot. I don't know now because I haven't watched TV in almost 10 years. But uh, <laughs> yes, I know I was a very early cable cutter. I know that's hard to believe, but uh, I, 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 I guess I saw the future and I knew that what was going to happen once Netflix started popping. Uh, anyways, yeah, if you've never seen this movie, it's fucking hilarious. He plays like, like I said, like 20 different characters. There's like a scene. There's like scenes in the barbershop and he's playing every character in the barbershop. He's using face makeup and different voices. I don't and then I'm, I don't know how they shot it, but it was good cinematography, even for like an old ass movie. Um, the club scene was fucking funny where he's like trying to find a woman and meeting all these crazy people. Um, if you've never seen this movie before, I highly, I highly suggest you see it. It is a classic movie. It'll show you why Eddie Murphy is funny, why he's one of the greatest comedians. Um, a lot of these days, Eddie Murphy really isn't in the spotlight like that. I'm pretty sure that's a personal choice because he's older. He just doesn't want to be in the spotlight. But if you haven't seen Coming to America, it's a classic. And then since we're speaking on Eddie Murphy, uh, if you've never seen an Eddie Murphy stand up, because I'm sure I know a lot of y'all who listen to me are younger. Uh, so you probably know Eddie Murphy from like Daddy, Daddy, Daddy daddy that sounds like fucking daddy wine uh <laughs> you probably know him from like daddy daycare or uh what was that shit norbit i think or something like that uh you know him from like his later work uh check out his stand-up his stand-up routines on uh you can find him on youtube eddie murphy raw and then what was the other one let me google this shit let's see there was two of them that are classic eddie murphy stand up i'm a big stand-up fan in case you guys didn't know uh if you, if you need some stand-up comedians, I got you, bro. Of course, like I said, check out Eddie Murphy's classic stuff from the 80s. Uh, Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney, if you don't know him, he's fucking hilarious. He wrote for The Chappelle Show. He also wrote for, uh, what's the name? Uh, oh, boy, that died. Everybody loves him. Fuck. Oh, my God. Uh, Richard Pryor. He wrote for Richard Pryor. But in my opinion, I think Paul Mooney, Paul Mooney is funnier than Richard Pryor. Chris Rock. Of course, Dave Chappelle is my favorite. Um... Fucking who's another stand-up comedian? What's the old boy that passed away? RIP to him. He's got a stand-up called Elephant in the Room. Let me Google this one. I'm mad we got on this uh Elephant in the Room. Stand up. I'm gonna Google that. Oh, Patrice O'Neill. Check out Patrice O'Neill. He's fucking funny. RIP, RIP to him. I love Godfrey. He's been doing a lot of interviews with Vlad TV. Godfrey is really fucking funny too. Um fucking 
check out JD Witherspoon. He does stand up comedian. <laughs> No, JD actually does do stand up. He's actually pretty funny. I've seen you can find don't tell him I told you But if you guys watch the, the youtuber JD, he does stand-up comedy on the side and it's a lot more uh, Raunchy a lot more adult than his YouTube content Don't tell him I told you but you can find some clips on YouTube if you go to YouTube and search D JD Witherspoon laugh factory You'll find some clips of him and get wait a minute. You didn't hear this from me, but in those clips He says nigga. He's never says nigga in his fucking YouTube videos. <laughs> I was like, mm, this man, JD, funny boy. Okay. Anyways, yeah, those are some suggestions, suggestions to check out. I, I, I have more. I can't think of it. Oh, what was I talking about? The Eddie Murphy, uh, Eddie Murphy stand-up movies. Like I said, one of them is Raw. The other one is uh, Delirious. Delirious. There you go. Check out Delirious. Check out Raw. Ignore Eddie Murphy's uh, like tight-ass leather suits and shit. Just listen to the jokes. They're still fucking funny. Some of the stuff that he says in these comments and these stand-ups, they would not fly today because uh, social justice warriors. Well, social justice warriors are just trying to ruin stand-up comedy, period, which is one of my favorite art forms. If you've never been to a stand-up show, it's fucking amazing. I got to see uh, George Lopez. I got to see uh, Charlie Murphy before he actually passed. RIP to Charlie Murphy. He's fucking hilarious in person. Um, I got to see uh, several other people, too. I've seen like five different comedians live. If you've never been to a live stand-up, I don't, how the fuck did we even get on stand-up comedy? I don't know. If you've never been to a live show and like you know a comic, uh, a well-known comic is coming to your town, please go check it out. It's it's such a great experience. It's different from watching the TV and then actually being there, especially if your ass get roasted. Oh, check out Corey Holcomb. Corey Holcomb is fucking funny too. Uh, he's a he's a fucking savage. Uh, but yeah, that's some Eddie Murphy shit. <clears throat> that was my favorite movie, Coming to America. That's what I know we were originally talking about. If you've never seen Coming to America, I highly suggest it. It's just fucking funny. Fucking, uh, I think, uh, I think that was Samuel. I think that was Sam, Sam Adams. What is his name? I cannot remember anything. What's the, what's the nigga's name that plays fucking, uh, the leader of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh, Sam Jackson? I think? Ooh. Oh my God, I'm Googling this. Yeah, Samuel Jackson. I, I, I didn't, I only got like six hours of sleep. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, Sam Jackson, he, uh, I think that was his first movie in, uh, Coming to America. He plays a dude who robs a store and then, uh, they do some African combat on his ass. But anyways, I'm like spoiling this shit. I don't want to just watch the fucking movie. It's fucking funny. Coming to America. Great film. Check it out if you ever get a chance. I don't know if it's on Netflix, but I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Um, that's all I had for the TV and movies. Moving on to the life section. This is the last question. Uh, this one comes from Dawuda. I think that's how I pronounced it. And he wants to talk about toxic people. Let's see what he's got to say. What's up, TBH? Um, my question for you is, how do you deal with toxic people? Um, it's very easy to deal with toxic people on the internet. All you have is a block button. But in real life, how do you deal with toxic people for you specifically? I wish I had a better answer for you. But the my and once again, what I'm about to say, this is just my opinion when we're talking about the life stuff. What I'm about to say is not law. I'm just sharing my opinion because he asked the question. I don't want anybody thinking that what I think is law or factual. Um, but personally, how I would approach the situation when it comes to toxic people. Honestly, this case, it's really simple for me. You just cut them off, delete their numbers, stop talking to them, unfollow them on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Act like they do not exist. Now, this is what I will say. It's how you approach the cutoff that's important, because if you don't, then you're going to be toxic. Just because you cut somebody out of your life doesn't mean you have to be rude to them. That's what I would say. Uh, and if somebody asks why y'all stop talking, you got to be straightforward with them and let them know. Be like, hey, man, I'm 25 years old. I don't know how old you are. I'm just making a scenario. I'm 25 years old and I'm in a point in my life where I'm trying to get myself together and you're not conducive to my life. Uh, I feel like you you're still immature. You're not growing as a person. And maybe one day we could be cool again. But right now you out here partying too much. You're causing too much drama. And it, it feels like you're still in high school and I'm not. And I'm just trying to do something different. I'm not saying I'm better than you, but it's time that we move on. You got to be honest with people when they ask that question. Because you ask me, I'm going to let you know. To be honest, I cut somebody off this week. Uh, and you'll never know who it is because I'm not going to be toxic about the situation. I'm not going to get on. I'm not the type of person who uh, gets on Twitter and airs people out like I had to air one nigga out on YouTube. But that's because he was he needed that shit. But for the most part, I'm not I'm going to DM you. I'm going to ask you like I'm going to keep it a person. Get that person a phone call. Keep it personal. Don't be rude about the shit because then that'll make you toxic, basically. Um, because at the, at the end of the day, like if they're not conducive to your life's plans, then they're just bringing you down in this world. You either build or you destroy. Um, 
And if you're not building, you're destroying. Even if you're not, even if you're not actually destroying, because if you're not building and you're literally not doing anything, you're just breaking down the infrastructure that's already there. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, me personally, I would say that uh, I just lost my train of thought. Like I said, I only got like five or six hours of sleep. This podcast is awful. <laughs> this podcast is fucking awful. Um, well, I was saying, oh, I'm personally, I'm 28 years old, right? And I'm at a point in my life where I keep using this word. If you're not conducive, if you're not with the game plan, I can't be with you. I'm too old to be trying to be playing games with people. And it sounds like maybe you're at that point in your life. I don't know how old you are. Um, and that's okay. Because at the end of the day, you need to surround yourself with people, with like-minded people. And if you find someone is being immature or they're not on the same wavelength as you, that's okay. Maybe you need to join some clubs or get a mentor or something like that. Someone that's going to help you reach what you need to be because that's what you need to be. It is so, who you keep around you is so important. You are judged by the company that you keep. If you keep a dumbass around you, I'm going to assume you're a dumbass. If you keep, and this this, this type of shit that I, uh, this is the type of shit I'd be talking about like on, like on Twitch. Like, a lot of times a streamer may not be racist, but they'll have somebody in the background saying racist shit. And if you hang out with racist people, that makes you a racist. You're guilty by association because you're not you're not checking your man's. You know what I'm saying? If you this is the definition to me of you and your friend, right? If you can't check your man's, y'all not friends, bro. Y'all associates. That's 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 what I'm saying. So like maybe not necessarily cut them off right away. Whoever it is that's being toxic in your life, have a conversation with them and let them know that they need to do something. They need to do X, Y, and Z for them to be in your life because you're trying to do something else with your life. And if they can't get with the game plan, it's like, all right, man, we need to dab it up. You can go separate ways. It's okay. People, people come in seasons, bro. Some people going to be in your life for the fall. Some people going to be in the life for uh, the summer. I, I talked about it on a pot on, on a previous podcast. Your life is your life is a play. And at the end of the day in the play or the movie, you're the main character. You're going to have your cast of supporting cast around you who are going to be other main characters. And then after that, everybody else is extras. Maybe it just took you longer to realize that that person is an extra and that's okay. They're only going to be in this part of the play and it's time to move on with the rest of your movie. Um, hopefully that helped you. I know that probably wasn't the best answer, but the main thing is just don't be toxic towards who you think is toxic because that's not going to help the situation. Um, and keep on growing keep on growing that is all i got on my podcast notes for you guys today hopefully this episode was all right i was a little worried that it was going to be short um i didn't really didn't have a lot on my notes because like i said i don't really want to ever force an episode that's why we didn't do an episode last week uh because when you start forcing stuff then i don't think it's very good but i am trying to keep it up i am trying to keep it weekly um hopefully you guys enjoyed the show if you did consider sharing it um we're available itunes spotify all the other major platforms uh, if you guys want to submit a question for the next episode, keep in mind that you have to download the Anchor app. Then head over to my profile at anchor.fm slash theblackokage. Or if you're on the Anchor app, just search the Black Okage. I'll be the first thing that comes up and leave a message. Uh, please consider surprising, surprising keys. Please consider subscribing to the show. They have options to subscribe for 99 cents, for 5 bucks, or for 10 bucks. Uh, gaming season is in full effect. Games are coming out. I'm not going to be able to afford all of them, so it'd be much appreciated if you could help a brother out, especially because I'm supplying all this content. I'm broke, bitch! Um, <laughs> just like everybody else. I am not one of these rich content creators. I wish. I wish. But when you're honest uh, and you don't kiss ass, you get less opportunity. It is what it is. But yeah, I appreciate everybody coming through and listening to it. It really means a lot to me that you guys take the time out of your day to listen to my stupid ass ramble about stupid shit all day. Um, hopefully we'll be back next week. Uh, other than that, that's all I got to say, man. Uh, I'll see you guys next time on Okage Thoughts. Thoughts.